0: the subject is announced for this evening as the conversion of a witch and our text is the verse 16 verse 16 and it came to pass as we went to prayer a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination. Menos, which brought her masters much gain by sooth saying. That about sums up the life of this individual. Luke is the author of the book of the Acts, records three specific conversions which took place at Philippi where Paul ministered three marvelous conversions and each one stood in stark contrast to the other but each one demonstrated the power of the risen Christ to save souls from all walks of life from all backgrounds the first the first was a very religious woman mm. she was a seller of purple we read there in the verse 14 and a certain woman named Lydia a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira which worshipped God heard us whose heart the Lord opened that she attended on to the things which were spoken of Paul we're told that she worshipped God but then we notice that it was after she heard Paul preach that the Lord opened her heart so she worshipped God but she wasn't a child of God so it tells us she was a very religious individual her heart was closed against the truth of the gospel and it was only after she listened to the things which were spoken of Paul that she became a true child of God she worshipped God but she didn't know God of course we know there are many like that today and always have been many who worship God religiously but they don't know the God they worship they don't know the God of heaven because their heart has never been opened to receive the truth to receive Christ as saviour so the first person there in Philippi under the ministry of Paul that was converted under the ministry of Paul was a seller of purple the second person converted under the ministry of Paul was one involved in satanic practice from a seller of purple to one involved in satanic practice she brought much gain to her masters we are told from a religious woman who worshipped God to a damsel who was possessed with the spirit of divination and yet Christ broke the power of counsel of sin and set this prisoner free just as the Lydia was set free also she may have been a religious person but nevertheless she was bound by the chains of sin and then we have this woman possessed with the spirit of divination. But she was also converted. Showing us the power of Christ, the power of the blood of Christ. The Lord is able to save all comers, all who come unto God by Him. And then the third conversion there in Philippi was a suicidal person one who was ready to commit suicide referring of course to the Philippine jailer the earthquake, all the gates of the prison cells flew open and he thought sure all the prisoners had escaped and if that had been the case he would have had to forfeit his life and he was ready to go and commit suicide and Paul said do thyself no harm we are all here and he came and sprang in and fell at the feet of Paul what must I do to be saved believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house and here is Christ again we see he accepts all comers religious irreligious, religious those who are suicidal the Lord receives all comers no one who has ever come to Christ has the Lord turned away but tonight I want to consider the conversion of a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination here we have the conversion of a witch one is first of all to note this woman and the serpent the woman and the serpent we're introduced to this woman as one who was possessed with the spirit of divination. The word possessed. As you may have guessed. Means to hold. She was possessed. Possessed. By the spirit of divination. The devil had a hold of her. And a hold that she could not break. She was possessed. With the spirit of divination. Spirit of ...of divination. That means... ...those words... ...spirit of divination... ...those words mean... ...the spirit... ...of python. Python is a serpent. This woman was possessed... ...held firm... ...by the spirit... ...of a python. That means... That this demented girl was a pythonette under the control of the demon Apollo. And this girl would make utterances inspired by the false god Apollo. She served the devil, she served Satan she had the spirit python, serpent and she made these utterances and she made these utterances and those who owned her, she was a slave girl those who owned her would make a fortune by the things that she uttered we would know we would know this person today as a fortune teller she was a fortune teller people came to her and would utter these sayings by the demon Apollo and of course they would pay her owners for these utterances. Satan had a control of this girl's life we see that Satan, of course, is that old serpent. And we see just when she came face to face with Paul. It's interesting. Look there at verse 16. And it came to pass as we went to prayer a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us remember again possessed with the spirit of divination she was a child of the devil she had the spirit of python she was a pythonette she was a child of the devil and here we notice first of all the distraction. Paul, Silas, and those with him, we're told, they went to prayer. Is it interesting that this woman met with Paul and Silas as they were going to prayer? sure isn't that Satan's business isn't it to keep God's people from prayer to distract them to give them any excuse for not praying and here we read and it came to pass as we went to prayer that this woman possessed with the spirit of divination met us I often have we experienced that we're going to prayer we're planning a, being in a prayer meeting and something crops up we can't make it but you know whenever we plan to go to prayer whether it's at home or in the house of God Satan will do his best to keep us from praying. Here we have it. We see it here. When they were going to prayer, this woman with the spirit of divination met Paul and Silas. And you know, whenever you start praying, Satan up a far away either. Turn to Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 3. there we read chapter 3 verse 1 and he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord now you could hardly get any closer he was a high priest standing before the angel of the Lord And look, Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked me, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuked me. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? So there was Satan. came face to face with Paul and Silas as they were going to prayer and here we have Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and at his right hand Satan resisting him you see Satan doesn't want God's people to pray because Satan knows God answers prayer and when God answers the prayers of God's people that does damage to his kingdom we're praying for souls and when God answers prayer and saves souls well then hell is uh, robbed of souls through answers to prayer It is said in war, it's good to know your enemy. Good for Christians to know the enemy. We know the enemy, we know what the enemy is about. And here we see it in the life of Paul and Silas. We saw this evil spirit sought to distract Paul and Silas when they were going to prayer. As well as the distraction, we noticed the damsel. That's what we are told. And it came to pass as we went to prayer a certain damsel. That indicates <coughs> that this was just a young woman, they're not very old, maybe in her mid or late teens. A damsel, a young girl a young girl and yet Satan already had a vice-like grip on her like possessed with the spirit of divination. possessed Satan possessed her Satan owned her and she was only a young girl a young woman already a young life ruined she was a pythoness, worshipped Apollo a god and already in her young life sold out to a false god who led her about at his will imagine a young woman Already spending the days of her youth serving sin, worshipping a false god, doing the devil's business out of fortune telling, so called. Like many a young person today, their lives have been ruined. Destroyed already by drunk drugs, by drink, by vice, does it not grieve us to see these drug houses opening up in Hope They seem to be everywhere now, and in Coburg, recreational. We're told cannabis. don't happen young people will experiment with this recreational cannabis and then they'll get hooked on it and their lives will be destroyed we need to pray for revival we need to pray for revival to young men number of years ago went to Vancouver went downtown Vancouver they went downtown Vancouver to bring the gospel to the young people whose lives were given over to drugs young people already ruined the drugs one young man who they his couple of Christians would see every time they could go downtown Vancouver we got to know him you know what he said he said he needed $200 worth of drugs a day just to make him feel normal to bring them up to feeling normal not to give them a high as they talk about $200 worth of drugs a day you have to get the money from somewhere and you know what that leads to people have been beaten up and robbed (coughs) and that's the devil's business and here we see the devil had his grip upon this young woman she was possessed possessed the spirit of divination you know what Solomon said about strong drink and alcohol it can be said about those who are hooked on drugs there comes the same. Solomon said look not now upon the wine when it is red when it giveth its color in the cup when it moveth itself aright. listen at the last at the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder it bite like a serpent and stingeth like a nutter. Proverbs 23, verses 31 and 32. Look not that upon the wine. Don't even look at it. And no doubt young people in this time will be in these cannabis stores and they'll get their fix and that'll be their life ruin destroy like this young woman here considering the destruction consider the damsel next we see her deeds and came to pass as we went to prayer a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us which brought her masters much gain by sooth saying. So there you have her deeds, what she was doing, what she was up to. In other words, she was a fortune teller, sooth saying. So that means she came to speak. On behalf of the god Apollos, she was a pythoness, a true servant of the devil, who is a servant, and the fact that this was her practice as a young woman possessed with the spirit of divination. Does that not show us that this business of so-called fortune telling is off the devil? It's off the devil. Here's the evidence, or it here not? I remember when I was in the navy, led a young woman to Christ. Her mum and dad were Christians, and this young woman had gone astray. But anyway, the Lord was pleased to save. Now we're speaking to her after she got saved, and she said that she was addicted to horoscopes. It wasn't American; really addicted to horoscopes, but she was. She liked to read horoscopes which would so-called tell her her future. And she told me every Friday, every Friday she would make her way to the newsagents and buy the magazines that had these horoscopes in them. And she would read them religiously. And she was hooked on And she said when the Friday came, she couldn't wait to get to the local shop or the store to buy her magazine and to read the horoscopes. Which supposedly told her her future. It's also the devil. I don't think there's any doubt about that when we look at this young woman here. But isn't it interesting that those who want to know the future go to fortune tellers? Remember, one of our ministers, in his unsaved days, of of course, he and his mate went to see a so-called fortune teller. Of course, the lights were down low, and this woman was sitting behind the table. Had the for her to tell these men their fortune. Said they were sitting a wife. He says in the same room there was a dog. It was just lying there in the room. This friend of mine. He said the dog spoke. Like a human being. Was just a bark. He heard a man's voice and it came from that door. Well this friend of mine says he and his mate didn't stay around too much longer. They got out of the place as quickly as they could. What's the devil to say? Scared the wits out of them. Because they're going to say there is it interesting that people They go to fortune tellers or read horoscopes and want to know about the future why don't they come to the house of God and learn about the future learn about eternity because what they hear is all lies, but what we can tell them is all truth we can tell them about the future it is appointed unto men once to die after this judgment Wouldn't it be better if people put their future in the Lord's hands? Satan doesn't know nor is he in control of the future but our God is. Praise his So we see how this damsels under the control of the serpent the devil, python as well as this woman and the serpent you see here this woman and her speech this woman and her speech (coughs) told in verse 17 the same followed Paul and us and cried saying listen to this these men are the servants of the most high God <coughs> which show unto us the way of salvation you look at those words, you look at her speech you could have get better because what she said was all truth these men are the servants of the most high God which show unto us the way of salvation Here we see, first of all, her words. Her words. We see what she said. We're told what she said, and what she said was true. Now, I must confess something. In studying this woman. Now, verse seven, well, verse sixteen and seventeen, what she was and what she said, I find them very difficult to explain because they are words that we wouldn't expect to come from such an individual. They're words that we would not expect to come from someone who was possessed of the devil someone who was a pythoness someone who worshipped the false god Apollo someone who was a fortune teller how do you explain that of course consulting all the commentaries that I have in my study to see what each of them said. And each one of them gave a different view. There's not of, of them with the same. They each gave a different view. But let me give you my opinion. I'm not saying it's correct. But this is how I viewed this. You look first of all at the fact that obviously this damsel knew that Paul and Silas were the servants of the Most High They She knew that and that was true. They were the servants of the Most High God. And she knew also they show unto us the way of salvation. My all view is this. That what we have in verse seventeen is what this damsel said, not what the evil spirit said. This wasn't the evil spirit saying it was the damsel, it was her that was speaking. She was saying serve these men are the servants of the most high God and show unto us the way of salvation to speak it personally notice that show unto us She made it very personal. After all have we not met individuals who have heard the gospel message many times they are so familiar with the message they can always preach it themselves I've spoken, to people have spoken of, of uh, course of conversation of, of individuals they're not saved, and yet they would talk about being at a meeting and heard a certain preacher and said he was a great preacher and talked about the message but the person wasn't saved themselves they were familiar with the truth of the gospel and it's evident that this woman was familiar with the truth of the gospel these men are the servants of the most high God which show unto us the way of salvation look at it in another way Judas Iscariot pointed that out this morning Judas Iscariot was never never a child of God never remember what the Lord said the better for that man if he never been born yet Judas Iscariot was one of the disciples and what did the Lord tell his disciples told them to go out and spread the gospel preach the gospel now Judas Iscariot was one of the twelve he would have sent unto the ministry of Christ he would have known the way of salvation we can use the term back to front he was familiar with the way of salvation he knew the way and surely being one of the disciples he had already preached the gospel along with the other disciples. And sure, none of the disciples suspected Judas was the traitor. Right up to the very end. Right up to when the Lord instituted the the Lord's Supper, None of the disciples suspected Judas was a traitor or was a child of the devil. He would have known the truth In all probability, he would have preached the truth. He had heard Christ preach the truth. As he went about with the other disciples, we could say he had a form of godliness but denied the power thereof. Such was his life that none of the other disciples suspected. Do we not have a similar case here? Here we have this damsel. She obviously knew the truth. Because she said it. She knew all about Paul and Silas. These are the servants of the Most High God. Which show unto us the way of salvation. And yet And yet, she was a pythoness. The only way I can explain it is that this woman was speaking personally. she heard Paul, the silence, she heard them preach. She knew they preached the truth. They show on to us makes a person just they show unto us. It tells me this woman had heard Paul preach. And had heard what he had said and was familiar with the message that he preached. Even though like Judas, Iscari, she was a child of the devil. well as her words we see here her wonder given all that we are told about her in verse 16 is it not a wonder that in verse 17 we have such word recorded as coming from her lips a demon possessed woman Matthew, Matthew Henry the Bible commentator referred to as a witch since she's a witch and yet these words came from her lips. but in a way this should not surprise us. Turn to Luke's gospel, please. Luke chapter 4. What do we read in Luke 4? In verse 34. Verse 33. Luke 4, verse 33. -hmm. And in the synagogue there was a man which had the spirit of an unclean devil. Every devil's unclean. Spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice saying, Let us alone. What are we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of God. I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of God it came from an evil spirit, an unclean devil I know thee and also he said to the Lord, art thou come to destroy us? see the devils knew that they will fall under the judgment and God will destroy them, and they knew that so here they are, they knew the truth just like this woman she knew the truth these men are the servants of the most high God which show unto us the way of salvation so she was very familiar with Paul she didn't say these men are the servants of the Most High God who tell us the way of salvation. Well, she said, they show us the way of salvation. She evidently was familiar with the way of salvation. So we have her words we have the wonder, the wonder that such words came from this individual and then we have her way this python S followed Paul wherever he went because we're told that he fo- she followed him many days think of it we don't want to miss this point where did Paul come face to face with this woman who was possessed of the devil when he was going to prayer to hinder him to distract him and what do we find now that she followed Paul verse 17 and us and verse 18 and this did she many days so this wasn't just a once only encounter this devil woman met Paul and the others as they were going to prayer and they followed Paul and the others many days that should tell us something the devil will never leave us alone never leave us alone Sure, 't we say that in Matthew 4 the Lord Jesus being tempted of the devil in the wilderness 40 days and 40 nights why we just have three temptations recorded I believe the devil tempted the Lord the whole 40 days and 40 nights followed him as it were as this woman followed Paul many dead. Satan followed the Lord 40 days and 40 nights and then we read and look forward in verse 13 and when the devil had ended all the temptations he departed from him listen for a season in other words the devil would be back again so it is with us as this woman possessed of the devil followed Paul for many days so the devil will follow us for many days he'll never leave us alone just as he didn't leave the Lord alone until the end of 40 days and 40 nights but then we read he departed from him for a season in the back again. And just as the Lord rebuked Satan in the wilderness, we see now how Paul rebuked Satan in this young woman's life. We have considered the woman and the serpent, the woman and her speech. next we have the woman and her salvation that's right her salvation you can look at that young woman and say there's no hope for her we may look at many an individual that we're familiar with and say there's no hope for that man there's no hope for that woman but while there's a God in heaven there's always hope while there's power in the blood there's always hope here we see this woman possessed of a devil and she followed Paul for many days. We see how Paul dealt with the evil spirit. Verse 18 regarding her following Paul and Silas this did she many days but Paul being grieved turned and said to the spirit now the fact that Paul was grieved wasn't be, because well, what this young woman was saying she was saying these, servants of the, these men the servants of the most high God <coughs> That's not what grieved Paul. I believe what grieved Paul was to see this young woman, a young woman, a damsel. They followed him and the others, many did, <coughs> It grieved him to see this young woman possessed of the devil. Her life ruined by an evil spirit. I believe that's what grieved him. Paul being grieved turned and said to the spirit notice he didn't turn and speak to the woman turned and said to the spirit I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her and he came out the same hour this really brings us to the best part of the story see how Paul dealt with the evil spirit in the life of this young woman he dealt with the devil in the name of Jesus Christ come out of her Christ is the only one is the only one who can deliver a soul out of the grip the vice like grip of the evil one Christ is the only one. Last I ministered to Noah. He was a dear brother in the Lord. He a member of the church there. And he worked in a hospital where addicts would go to. those who had spent their life drinking and couldn't break the habit. They would go there as it were to dry out. And of course in that place they would do their best they could to help these individuals. But this brother told me There really was only one answer for them. That was Christ. Because there many of them would, as it were, would dry out, get sobered up. A matter of months would be back again. We often talked about it. He being a Christian, of course knew what the real answer was only Christ could make them sober and keep them sober Christ would save them and they'd never go back to the booze because of the drinking of the fountain that never runs dry and here we have this woman Paul was a great preacher and he knew that he himself had no power to break the grip that the devil had in this young woman's life. He knew that. For neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven. That takes in a lot of names. No other name under heaven given amongst men whereby we must be saved. And the name is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and when Paul addressed this individual he spoke to the devil the evil spirit and commanded the devil to come out I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her and he came out the self same hour of salvation it's immediate it's instantaneous born again born again you have the command in the name of Jesus Christ you have the conversion no sinner had Paul spoken in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and we read the spirit came out the same hour the woman in that instant had been set free. She had been delivered from the power of the devil. And not wonderful what Christ is able to do? He's able to save from the governors to the uttermost. And that day, the chains that bind that poor damsel to the devil were broken. I would have said, "Come out of her," and he came out self same hour. It was instantaneous. Now you might say, "How do we know she was converted?" That's easy. Well, first of all, Paul addressed her in the name of Christ, and his name came out. And as well as the command in the name of Jesus Christ come out of them. And as well as the conversion he came out. Notice the change. Look at the change. Verse 19 And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone. See she didn't go back to fortune telling. She didn't go back to doing what she did before. Why? Because she was a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. That's the power of the name of Christ. That's the power of the gospel. The gospel that is able to convert a witch. A Pythoness worshipper of a false god and she became a new creature, she didn't go back to the old life back to the old well, I will not go for I am had a glimpse of Jesus there's power in the gospel, there's power in the blood, there's power in the name of Christ praise the Lord the Lord blessed word to our hearts let's follow prayer O our dear Lord we rejoice in the power of the gospel we rejoice in the power of the name of Christ we rejoice in the power of the blood of the Lamb Oh, Lord, bless this word to hearts tonight. Wherever people may be watching, as well as all here, pray, Lord, that somebody, somewhere, will know the power of Christ in their lives. They'll be saved, they'll be converted. They'll see a mighty change in their lives. They will know what it is to be a new creature in Christ Jesus. Lord, write Thy word on hearts tonight. Dear Lord, be with us throughout this week, I pray. Again, commit all in our church family and individual families that will keep us healthy and well, keep us safe. Bless us, dear Lord, we pray. And all those for whom we have been praying, oh Lord, do remember them and raise them up, we pray. Under the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be your abiding portion now and forevermore. Amen.